pioneer of medical wellness, globally renowned dermatologist, Dr. Shawana Vali is the founder and CEO of a medical wellness bar, LMS Wellness, as well as the world's first experiential wellness center by Dr. Vali. For more on her groundbreaking approach to personalized medicine and aesthetics, keep on listening. Hi everyone and welcome to Founded Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs about some of the biggest brands today and where we learn exactly how they did it. We'll cover some of the most intimate stories, their path to success and how they overcame the obstacles along the way. I'm Akash Mehta, CEO and co-founder of Fable and Main, a modern hair wellness brand inspired by ancient Indian beauty secrets. Building Fable and Main has been an incredible journey so far and I've decided to launch this podcast as a founder keen to learn and connect with fellow beauty brand founders around the world. I believe in collaboration over competition as I'm using this platform as a way to hopefully help and inspire each other what can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So if you are an entrepreneur or you're simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast is perfect for you. Now, without further ado, it's a delight to welcome our guest for today, Dr. Shavana Vali. She's a twice board certified dermatologist with a total of seven degrees, recognized globally for her expertise in medical wellness. She's also been called the woman behind the world's most beautiful, treating an invitation-only list of clients of supermodels, CEOs, and international royalty, known for her micro-adjustments to enhance natural beauty. In 2022, Dr. Valley launched the world's first experiential wellness center in Selfridges, London, the By Dr. Valley 360 Experiential Center, offering a taste of Dr. Valley's biohacking treatments and medical protocols, including a NASA-designed oxygen therapy chamber. By Dr. Valley also goes deeper and looks at gut health, fertility, and immune health. I know I'm going to learn so much myself from our conversation today. So everyone, buckle up and get ready. Thank you so much for being with us, Dr. Shawana. Hi, Akash. How are you? Very good. Very good. I'm so excited to have you on. I've, I've got so many questions, so bear with me because it's going to be like me, just uh, like I used to be an engineer and really into my science and I've been not in that space for so many years. I think there's so much I'm going to like, learn from you today. And I'm just, firstly, I just want to say I'm so excited for what you're doing in the beauty space. It's, um, you, I barely get this opportunity to speak to someone doing such innovative tech driving things. So really excited for our conversation. So we kind of spoke just before the podcast. We, we found we have some like um, connections of Gujarati and African roots and everything. And I want to know a little bit about your childhood. So tell us about those memories growing up, especially those connected to beauty. In terms of the Indian heritage culture, my mom is African, my dad is Indian, and for them, education was key. You had to be a doctor, there's no choice. So my levels got swapped out from arts, classics, history to biology, chemistry, physics, and maths, right? The standards. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. And yep. then beauty wasn't, while I was growing up, in a sense that, you know, it wasn't my confidence was never allowed to be ingrained in the way we aesthetically present ourselves it was always in mm. our achievements and having to get the a grades and having to be an overachiever in terms of academic growth because my parents are immigrants who came here and said okay let's keep three four jobs down and we're going to put you through private school and you have to become a doctor end of story there's no negotiation so i didn't really understand i didn't really look at our culture and identify the different heritage like you've done with your brand and you know I lo- I've grown up with heralds and stuff like that from our from our heritage so I didn't really take those mm. tenants in and 
understand them until I've grown into it as I've got older and 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 I've delved into it a lot more of what there is a lot of heritage in our Indian culture of beauty and naturopathic approach and naturopathic remedies as well. And do you find today, like when you look at the beauty landscape, um, obviously you're in a very innovative space, but what has been some of the things that connect you personally to what's out there? Like, What are you looking for when it comes to beauty? I'm looking for transparency. Yeah. I'm looking for autonomy in the patient's decision because that's the way I've been trained as a doctor. So I'm looking to empower and educate the consumer or the patient because, you know, I see you all as patients. So I'm looking for that. I want you to be educated and understand why the ingredients or the formulation or the approach or the technology is there mm. and the outcome of it. Yep. I'm looking to understand your psyche because wellness has become so pivotal compared to beauty. Yep. So your mental health, not feeling overwhelmed, clarity. So I'm looking at those kind of factors. And it was a learning curve for me going from being a doctor to providing a service in cosmetic dermatology and medical wellness to approaching you in a very doctor-like manner and then saying, actually, I'm going to make you a product and you, you can have access to it around the world. But I also want you to be I want to. I want to. I want to have the IP and the patent. I want to know it works. Mm. I don't want to white label anything. I don't want to sell you a simple formulation and bottle that's got a markup. I don't want to sell you technology that doesn't penetrate to each and level. So for me, it's about transparency and autonomy and empowering and education correctly. So even if you don't come to me, which is fine, and that's why I always say you've got a consultation. You've been educated. You know, even if you don't want to come to us, we call our patients BDD family. Even if you don't want to be part of the BDD family, at least you now understand what's going on with you anatomically for your hair, your skin, your body, your wellness. Yeah. But, and all I want you to do is take that sound bite you've learned and take it to dinner with your group of friends and say, hey, guess what I learned? Guess what I understand? And even if you don't come to me, it doesn't bother me, but at least you're educating someone else. Exactly. No, it's so important. It's, it's, and, and I think what you've done with your businesses today, it's one of the best ways to introduce people to things that they probably wouldn't have um, heard about or tried, but in a very accessible, comforting way. Because often when it comes to things to do with our body, right, and wellness, people can either feel quite uh, uneducated in it, right, because you have the traditional medicine um, that people are familiar with growing up and then there's this whole new wave that also maybe a lot of people don't have access to or um, don't feel it's clinically like proven or tested and I think what I loved is especially with your first venture LMS Wellness it was one of those places in London that people were like like everyone was talking about the fact that like there's this like haven in Chelsea that you can go to that's got everything that we, we, we need in our life. So tell us how LMS Wellness started. So um, I was in the NHS for quite a long time as a consultant. Um, I went to King's College London and UCLA and board certified twice. And then one morning I woke up and said, oh, I want to be Tom Ford. Tom Ford's got a beauty line. I can do that too. I never understood that Tom Ford was PE backed, VC backed. <laughs> you know, there's a whole lot of financing behind it. I was like, okay, let's spend 30000 on my first website. Not a problem. <laughs> yeah. I'll just work in the NHS and do extra shifts on a Sunday night just to cover the cost. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I'm very NHS ingrained and trained, which has given me discipline and has allowed me to understand the consumer a lot better and allows me to talk to the consumer in layman's language so that they can comprehend what I'm saying. 
But then on the other hand, there was this big wide world that I was incubated in the NHS in this big wide world where you think everyone knows better than you. So I left the NHS and I went to my father and I said, I'm going to start my own business. And, his, and he sat back then. Well, I've given you a career to fall back on. I've done my duty as a father. And I said, you know, can I have some money? He said, no. I said, okay, cool. <laughs> and then it was just basically working in NHS seven days a week, as many hours as you can do, as well as building a brand simultaneously at the same time and self-funding. Wow. So initially we started with cosmetic dermatology because that was what everyone wanted. You know, they wanted Botox and fillers and contouring. And, and that was the thing at the time. But I was really unhappy with that approach because I was mm. seeing these young girls, these the young girls who wanted, you know, more lip, but yet they had acne or, you know, they had, they were suffering from anxiety. And as a doctor, it's, you know, it's my prerogative to do what's right for you, not just make some money and go kind of thing. So for me, I had a tough time educating. I kept getting into conflict in these conversations and consultations where I'm like, no one's looking at your lips. No one's looking at, you know, this being paralyzed. No one cares. Let's fix your skin or let's work on your anxiety or let's work on your mood. And then eventually I got through to some people. <laughs> and, and then I realized I'm not for everyone. So I think that's a good learning curve that, you know, you're not going to be attracted to everyone. There's 8 billion people in the world. You're not for everyone. So what I decided mm. to do with my brand is instead of being open to the public, I said, let's make it by invitation only. Let's, let's attract a word of mouth audience globally who want to be empowered and educated and can take the feedback that this is not going to change your life and it's going to distort your face and it's going to age you. Instead, let's work on your skin and let's give you makeup-free skin. Let's fix your acne. Let's fix your, let's fix your pigmentation. Let's work on your mental health. Off the back of that, the young girls would call their tell their mother. The mothers would come and say thank you to me. And then, you know, the mothers would come in with quite inflated faces because it was fashionable to have that look at that time. And we would just dissolve it all and start again and give them their bone structure or their heritage back or their ethnicity back. And from that, you get a reputation globally. Like, oh, you know, she brought my face mm. back or oh, I look much young, the amount of compliments I'm suddenly getting. And we diverted the attention from stop worrying about what's inside and let's worry about what's outside. Let's, let's fix the cover, the canvas, the skin is one of the biggest organs. Let's fix that instead. Mm. That's what happens. That's how we remain by invitation only. And then once you get that international traveler who has a home here and has a home in Monaco or Dubai or Singapore or LA, you start getting that international word of mouth, that kind of black book. So, and I think that was really nice. That was a really nice lesson for me to learn because I didn't have the budget to market. I don't, I've never done paid social in my life or PPC or any of this stuff. Um, so for me, it was just like, oh, okay, you like me or you've heard about me. Okay, brilliant. That's, that's good because I, my marketing has already happened because you've seen my work. So the fact that you went out of your way to find me means that you actually want whatever your friend has had done. So I don't, don't need to do much education here. I just need to diagnose and consult individually for an individualized treatment plan and approach you in the best way that suited to you. I think, I think that growth, and I've also made another decision, is ethically and morally, I never wanted to put before and afters up on Instagram. So with that brand, and even with By Dr. Riley, I don't tell a 14-year-old, a 16-year-old, an 18-year-old that, you need to do your lips, you need to get your breasts done, you need to do your nose, you need to lift your brows, you need to, that's not my job. 
more, you know, this is what you buy my brand because your acne will be fixed. I don't even do that. So what I do is just have these videos that are pure education based saying, you know, go to your physician or your practitioner and ask them to assess you anatomically on your bone, your muscle, your fat pads, your skin, your vessels. Ask them to assess you for your heritage and your ethnicity and to respect that. Um, and this is what you do if you've got acne at home, if you can't come and see me. Or this is what you do if you've got pigmentation and you can't come and see me. So I think because of that, we didn't see the upsurge of revenue where those brands did. What we saw is a very loyal, slow growth of client base globally. And I think that helped me in the long run and actually identified me as being unique. And it wasn't intentional. 100%. I just wasn't happy with yeah. I just wasn't happy with educate, you know, just doing this and getting rid of you in 10 minutes. Yeah. Now you can really see the purpose yeah. was super clear. And then I think you have to protect that purpose as you build and scale a business. And often, it, you know, it's not the easiest thing to stick to because you have all the other people telling you things, you have ways to grow. But I think I really just want to say I admire that kind of, um, yeah, um, attitude that you had to, to stick to what you believe is right and what you, and, and, honestly what I think is is needed in the industry especially in the space it's actually yesterday I was talking to some, some of my team we were talking about before and afters and how it's quite a dangerous space this before and after thing because like especially when it comes to weight loss you never see an after before like you know the, the inverse right yeah and, and it's something that it does perceptionally make you think okay obviously before is lesser than the after we should be striving for what we see in the after but why is it not a balanced view of what we consider a perceptionally, you know, attainable or attractive or whatever it is, after it's always decided for us what we what we see, right? What we get shoved down our social media screens, right? So it is something that, yeah, made me think about it. Why this? Is, maybe I, I don't want to be doing any before and afters on on hair. I know it's important, and our retailers tell us to, but it's such a personal experience. There's other ways to showcase a, an efficacy of a product without that, you know? But I think hair is a lot easier to show because it's a scalp. Yeah. It's not showing someone's features. The dandruff. Yeah, or, yeah. Exactly. But it's still some form of unattainable. It's still like very personal, right? And like often you can hack it, right? Like a before and after is always going to look better. And then is that, how often do you see a before and after and see actually those instant results in that one use or something. It's very, it makes you feel something's wrong with you if you don't get the same results that you've seen in this before and after. So I do think what's a more powerful metric is testimonials, education, you know, there's other ways we should be prioritizing um, that can have just as so much as an impact. Yeah, but, um, no, it's not that. It's um, if I have someone coming in and they've bought their an Instagram and they've got, you know, I want her cheekbones, I want his jawline or, you know, uh, I want my genetically thin hair to be as thick as yours, Dr. Vardy. <laughs> so it's it's educating them in the correct way and saying this is what's possible and this is not what's possible and managing their expectations. And then I and then I just laugh. I'm like, dude, if I can make you look like that, I'd make myself look like that first, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> for- no, it's honesty and it's education and it's like uh, and it's a uh, it's um it's just that builds that trust in the day that's needed in this space. Um, but I remember, like, in, uh, I've even many years ago came to LMS Wellness. I had the hyperbaric oxygen chamber and the cry. I, I did the whole treatment and it was incredible. And the bar there was like this. Um, futuristic green metal like I just remember it so vividly um so yeah it's a beautiful space but what's so exciting is what you're doing right now with by Dr. Valley like it's I mean 
can I say it? It's like another level. It's like, it's, it's, it's so beautiful and uh, so exciting. So just tell us about the journey of creating by Dr. Vali. Well, firstly, LMS is my baby. So, so for me, I, it's still my first love. Um, and, you know, it's still, yeah, it's still love, my yeah. first love. And, you know, there's a mushroom buyer, there's a biohacking buyer, there's a DJ booth. You know, it's still, it's still somewhere I go to hide as well, right? So, so for me, that's my first, yeah, it's, 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 my, it's my safe space. Um, by Dr. Valley came about because during COVID, my patents came through for my te- the technology, the sex toy for the ma- uh, face that I made, the microcontouring tool. So the IP came in through that. Mm. And then the patent came through the formulation of my skincare. So I mm. already, you know, let's go back a little bit. And you know when everyone talks about vision and putting it out there and stuff like that. I already approached Selfridges 10 years ago when I first wanted to make LMS Wellness. I said, let me build your clinic. And they said, no, we're scared of needles. So when I had my device, I was just by chance, Selfridges heard, and then like, okay, let's, can we have a look at it? We'd love to look, feature it for exclusivity. I said, sure. And then every week, someone more senior would come through and finally you'd get like the MD. And like, I don't understand. There's a lot of due diligence for this one device. And then I realized they were just looking at me and looking at what we built with NMS Wellness. And then they just said, Dr. Riley, can you build us a wellness space? And for me, I was just like, no, my next chapter of my journey, and you, you'll find this, the next chapter of my journey is product. I know how to do clinics inside out. I've been a doctor for 20 years. I can do service with my eyes closed. I can diagnose you with my eyes closed, right? But I want to experience a new journey on my entrepreneurship, and I've never understood product, and I've never, I've never been a heavy product consumer because I've got access to so many devices. I've never had to, Right. So I want to create something that's accessible at home that gives you infinite results. And as I made this device, I'm not interested in going on this service journey anymore. So the quid pro quo, eventually, you know, we flirted a lot. We went back and forth for negotiations and stuff like that. We had a good time at dinners and stuff like that. And the quid pro quo came, you know, we will help you scale product because this is your first journey and you you might need some hand-holding, which has been fun. And then, you know, you show us how to make a wellness space in a retail store. So Mm. suddenly I'm in two challenges. I'm in a product business and I'm also in how do you attract a retail consumer who and you're a service brand and a medical service brand in not even like a beauty service, a medical service brand for medical wellness and cosmetic dermatology. And my thought was, mm. oh, it's going to be Botox and fillers. And Akash, it hasn't been. It's literally been so wellness heavy, yeah. which for me has been an education in itself. Like the consultation is a 360 consultation. And it touches on face, that skin, that hair, that body, that. But as soon as we touch on wellness lab, there's literally everyone. I'm wired and tired. I'm overwhelmed. I'm running on empty. I'm not sleeping. It's been so wellness heavy that I've had to learn as well. How have you managed to, I mean, obviously, apart from having maybe some of your own services for yourself, because it's probably been a hell of a lot of a journey, but how did you pivot? Because obviously when starting it, you had a vision and it's taken over and it's, it's great because you get to learn a lot and that's the best joy of being an entrepreneur. But did you have to be quite agile and open to all this like surprise? Because it's, it's a new space, you know, you've done services, but never in a retail. The first thing was, how do you build a medical wellness clinic? That's cool and conceptual, mm. like LMS, you know, cartoon projectors, high-rate chamber, all the fun things that LMS has, and put it in a retail mm. store. 
And then how do you make it a little bit hidden? Because I'm used to being by invitation only. And, you know, as a consumer, you don't want to walk around with bruises and swelling and red face in a retail store. Yeah. But how do you come in? So, you know, we, we, we always get our BD family to come through the back entrance, eat through the back entrance. And, you know, they go shopping prior or shopping afterwards, depending on the level of downtime they have. But the biggest the, the biggest learning curve for me, and then probably you're, you're more experienced than me, is I've been an independent brand. I've been allowed to do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> it's my decision at the door with the LMS. Over here, I'm in someone else's home, and it's a listed building. Yeah. So I had to build something in a listed building with, like, regulation this thick, right? And I'm a doctor. And I'm just like, this is too much for me. Like, literally, regulations this thick. <laughs> and they never tell you straight up. They, they tell you bit by bit when you're already in the journey. Yeah, like, yeah. wait, hang on. Yeah. Now, this I have to consider? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, then, yeah. and for me, I was just like, well, well what do you mean? I am, I am maintaining a business during COVID. I'm, you know, sorting out the product during COVID as well. And now I have to build another brand during COVID and build it in a listed building with regulations and compliance this thick. And then, you know, I'm suddenly in someone else's home where it's a corporate infrastructure, whereas mine has been a family infrastructure running a business where there's rules in place. And for me, it was a complete learning journey. It was hard, but it involved me as a business owner. You know, I'd have to, I had to learn how to change my CEO skills. I had to learn how to approach people differently, which is when you're running your own show and you have autonomy, you don't need to be ingrained so much. No, 100%. So, so you touched upon a, a couple of things, but just to be like super clear now, like I'm a consumer and I'm like interested to come to buy Dr. Vali. What can someone expect and what can they come in to book for? So um, you're a consumer, you find in Google there, you've done some word of mouth, you probably went on Instagram as well. You're like, she's funny, she's got some dance moves, she's my kind of doctor. So you've probably figured it out that way. Okay, And then uh, you might have asked some friends, have you heard of her? Some people might have, some people might not. But I like the place looks cool, let's go check it out. So the first thing that happens is you yeah. might fill out the online form on Instagram or the website. And, you know, we ask a lot of questions, you know, what are you concerned, hair, skin, we just go through a tick. So we, un- we really cater to you. So it's a really personalized approach. We send you some background information and we're by appointment only here. So we're not open to the public. So we're by appointment. So you make an appointment. You can either see me or you can see one of my doctors or you can see one of my 360 consultants. And then you have a consultation. And in, you get given a tour and everything because it's quite intimidating. I don't know. If, I don't think you might have seen it from the outside, but it's quite intimidating. The build is beautiful. Like I'm like so proud of the build. The build is beautiful. So it's quite an intimidating space. So the, my my colleagues and my team, you know, they've really been trained to hold your hand and welcome you with open arms and you know treat you like BDB family because it is intimidating coming to see a doctor, right? So you get given a tour, you get given like a, I've got my own, you get given a biohacking tea, that kind of stuff, right? And then we just take your hand and we kind of have a conversation with you in terms of, and we section it. We talk, we do skin first and then we do, we do skin lab, face lab, hair lab, body lab, wellness lab. So we do, we have a conversation with you, we assess you, we examine you. And then we turn around and do a phased approach. You know, your concern is phase one. It might be your pigmentation. So this is our approach. Phase two, it might be that you want a more defined jawline. So this is our approach. Phase three is might be you're wired and tired and burnt out. But actually, I would move it if I think that your wellness is a priority. I would move it to phase one and say, okay, there's no point in me fixing you on the outside if the inside you're exhausted. Let's work on that first. 
And then what we yep. do is we, and this is this one part, we've got an app. So we send you an interactive yep. treatment plan uh, on an app. Mm-hmm. It's called the BDD app, by Dr. Valley app. And here is your own personalized treatment plan for you specifically with links to my videos on education. So then if you don't want to come to me or the brand, you can at least go to someone else and say, okay, well, I want you to phase it in this approach. So the whole, yeah. the whole experience, and that's why we call it an experiential center. We don't call it a clinic or anything like that because it's an experience. And for me, you're not a consumer or a client, you're family. And there's no family that's going to make you come in and like, here, let me charge you a word clinic. It's more, have, feel the experience, see if you enjoy it, make an autonomous decision, test us. And, you know, we even train, we do that in our training as well with our team. You know, we say don't overpower our BDB family, win their trust first, one treatment at a time, baby steps, win the loyalty. Mm-hmm. There is no rush. Let them feel the effects, let them see if they're happy with your approach. And if they're not, let them feed back as well, because we need, we're constantly learning and growing. And it's not like I know everything. So I want to evolve as well. So let them feed back as well. And then hold their hand through the journey. And that's it. And we call you, and then you're on the app, and then you have your own 360 consultant, and they manage you throughout the whole process. And you might see me, they say that you know if I'm here, if we're playing hip hop and R&B, because I love hip hop and R&B, right? <laughs> So you're like, if Drake is on, yeah. then, then I'm definitely here. Then it's, you're in her. It's like the sign of, you know, when there's like the flag, well, when the queen was yeah. alive, there was a flag in back when she said, that is, for you, it's R&B music. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then there, um, and then there's also, you can smell me because I wear such heavy oud perfume. So like, I love my ouds. So the oh, Dr. Vi is definitely here. We can smell her and we can see, we can tell the music. So we know she's here. So that's a fun part that I can just walk in. You might not have booked in with me, but I'm that kind of person who will yeah. walk into every consultation room, A, to say hello, B, you're in my home, yeah. I want to welcome you. C, I want to hold your hand, yeah. I want to make sure the team is holding your hand as well. And D, if you've had a good yeah. experience, my family grows. That's the best way to be. It, it, it's really a business, it is a family. I always say, I mean, every time I, I have a, a customer, a team member, it's just that's how you have to have this mindset. So I love the fact that you use that word. Not many people use it. It's, uh, it's a really, really powerful. Um, and then obviously, apart from just the services and, and the, the center, you have a product. And I would love for you to tell us a bit about it and maybe if you have, demonstration or two you can show us for those watching us so basically i'm in my 40s right i've been a doctor for 20 years so basically i wanted to create a tool so do you remember the brand Ferreo? yeah so felipe the owner of Ferreo, about seven or eight years ago i went to him i i I was studying lms wellness and i went to him and i said i want to make a sex toy for the face because i truly know that oscillational vibration technology can penetrate anatomically to all layers of the skin and deeper to the bone, and you don't need FDA approval for it. And then he made Freer because he had Layla, the sex toy factory prior, the brand, right? Mm. And then I went and made LMS Wellness. And then I'm sitting in a clinic in Chelsea dancing away and on a plane every two weeks to see all my LMS family. And I'm like, okay, well, well, Felipe, what happened to me? Yeah. So then what I then did is after, because after a while, I think, and I don't know if you've got the same feeling, but I think entrepreneurship, I think for me, it peaks at like five years and you want to start something new or you want a new challenge. hundred percent cycle. I, th- I feel like for when you work in a company, it feels like three years. And when you work for yourself, it's like five years. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I kept sitting on these panels with Barbara Sturm, Dennis Gross, Harold Lancer, and the audience would always veer towards me because I'm so blunt and direct, right? So I'd be like, hey, if you've got, if you've got inflammatory acne, there's nothing over the counter that can penetrate to the medical level skin. You have to go and do this. And if you can't afford that, these are the ingredients you actually need that will work on that skin condition, but it still has to get to the reticular dermis. So then this audience would veer towards me and I'd be like, dude, I've just got a clinic. They're like, what product do you have? What product do you have? I'm like, I've just got a clinic. <laughs> like, if you want to see me fly over to London or, you know, I'm concierge in these countries. And so then I decided I was like, I want to make product, but I didn't want to make skincare because mm-hmm. I found the skincare market oversaturated. And then I found, you know, we do, and you do the same. We do our research excessively. You know, we're very, uh, as, as business owners and even in medicine, you know, it's very R&D heavy. So we did our research on multiple brands and we're like, okay, re-educating 8 billion people on skincare is too much of a heavy task to do. I'm not interested in it. And, I, uh, and you know, I don't have the budget of marketing of L'Oreal or, or La Mer and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, we don't want to do skincare, but I do want to, but I was formulating in LMS and I was dispensing in LMS skincare products and stuff like that and ingredients that I believed in in and giving you the perfect canvas or makeup free skin. So you know we would our outcomes we were, we were I was very well known for giving you makeup free skin. Mm. So I was like okay maybe we can bottle that up. And I put that to the side, part of that project because it was too heavy and it was too complicated with you being through that CPA journey of new product development. Yeah. And there's too many people you have to manage in between. So I was like okay I want to make a device. Let's go back to my original feeling. I want to make a device. I went to I went to the biggest sex toy um, factory and manufacturing plant in Germany, and I took the engineers from there and I said, "Listen, let's sit down. I know oscillation technology penetrates to each anatomical layer. I need to take the biggest dildos you have and the biggest engines you have, and I need to put it into this really sexy compact device. But I need medical grade silicon. I need metallic chrome." I need it to be the strongest device on the market. And then we have to spend two years in research of making sure the oscillation patterns penetrate differently to each anatomical layer. So we've got a pattern for the bone to contour you, right? Then we've got a pattern for the fat pads to lift it and tighten you. Then we've got a pattern for the skin to radiance and get the vascularization up. And then we've got a pattern for depuffing because, you know, you might wake up in the morning with swelling for the lymph nodes and the sinus congestion. And then my favorite pattern yeah. is the tension relief one, right? So do you remember when you cut yourself, yeah. like, and it kills? Yeah. Like paper cut, whatever it is, yep. knife, yep. right? And, and then mum says to put yep. a potato, or they say go put it under the tap water, cold water. Yeah. So the yeah, nociception, yeah. so what happens is the nociception pathway, the pain pathway to the brain is overridden by the thermoregulation, the temperature pathway. So you don't feel the pain of the cut anymore. Mm. So in the same way, I, I'll show you in a minute. In the same way, what we did is the vibration, the oscillation technology overrides. So that's called proprioception pathway. It overrides the pain pathway of the headache. So we created a tension relief protocol as well. And then I was, I, I actually wasn't, I wasn't satisfied enough because I, was, I had made my own mold, I made my own IP. And, you know, we, we had patented transanatomical oscillations. So, you know, it's super, super strong in terms of the device. It's one of the strongest devices on the market. I was like, you know what? I want to make it in Hermes orange. I want to make it in black for men. I want to make it in, yep. I want to make it in bone as well. Right. 
yep. from like the other clients. But then I, I was actually, it doesn't look sexy enough for me. I want to put it in a Beats by yeah. Dre or Apple AirPods rechargeable I love case, it. Yes. right? On top of it. So cool. So, so I'm, li- I'm literally sitting there let, let me make my life even harder. Because for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, for me as a consumer, I really, this is heavy. I really want to make sure it works. And I really want to make sure that the oscillation patterns that we've created to penetrate each anatomical layer. So I put the tension relief just here. And I I don't know if you can hear the vibration or feel it. And then if I'm putting on lifting and contouring setting, I'm literally getting. Oh, yeah. My airport, yeah, and then you can get your yeah, cheekbone yeah. like this, right? Wow! And if you want that Bella Hadid brow, you go to the angle of the brow, and it's so ergonomic like the shape and everything. It's just why doesn't it exist? Because I've seen tools in the industry that are so like cheap looking and flimsy and not the best shape to use, and like doesn't do all the benefits in the right grip. This is like. Yeah, like it's thought of everything. Obviously, obviously you've, you've worked with the best and you, you've probably um, suffered a lot for the R&D just to make it the way it is. <laughs> I'm still suffering. Yeah. I'm still yeah. suffering. But it's it's stunning. It just is like a piece of art. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's, so it's a piece of art. And then my favorite one is, you know, when my, when mom and daughter will come in, like she's not allowed to do her lips. I'm like, of course not. I'd be like, okay, just take the prong of the cutest device and just roll it around your lips a couple of times and your lips will engorge. Right. So there's yeah, loads yeah. of tricks with this that we've created. And what we've also created is we've said Akash wakes up in the morning and he might be congested. Dr. Vali wakes up in the morning, she, her skin might look dull. So we, you, also, you can also go online and create your own protocol. Right. But for me, I wanted to get my hands on people's faces. But I, like I said, I can't get around everyone. And then I wanted something cost effective. So this device for me, yes, it's the ultimate micro-contouring tool. It gives you a jawline, it lifts your fat pads up, it tightens you, it gives you the belly, a deep brow, it can give you a look, it can depuff you, it can like release your tension on the back of your neck here, it can lift your neck bands up yeah. and everything like that. But I also wanted you to maintain your work as well. So if you're scared of needles, use it to give you the yeah. perfect bone structure. But if you want to maintain your work and you can't see me for a while, use it. But for me, it was like a two-in-one. Yeah, And especially those that travel a lot, because for me, it's like, you know, they might feel the need to come regularly to the clinic and come to you for your services. But if they travel a lot, you know, there isn't many places globally. And it's actually something I wanted to ask you while you have the service and then the, the tool to upkeep. Would you consider expanding the centers? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You're really tired right now, but we not the right question to ask you right now. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> You're like, give me a break. Give me a break. Yeah, yeah, give me a break. I've got supply chain issues. Give me a break. <laughs> wow. You understand this. Um, I, I think, look, and you know, when we retrospectively look at our journey and we see how much we've achieved, mm-hmm. both of us are clearly proud of ourselves, right? But yeah. it's never enough, right? Because as much as everyone looks at you and says, oh, you've done such a good job. Look at what you've done. You've built this. You've done this. You've done it. And you're like, I haven't even started. Like I'm still, I'm still in progress. I don't even know what the evolution will be. Like when I had, when you have those business yeah. plans and that project and nothing happens, like it doesn't go like that. Yeah. You literally go in the opposite yeah, it, direction. It's always, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, wait, how much have I spent? Yeah. How much? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because but it's also because of integrity. You're not going to bring a product onto the market with your name on it if it didn't have the integrity behind it, right? 
So for me, it's more if I, and I, you know, with LMS as well, we're always approached to expand globally, franchise, JV, build wellness centers around the world, same as Bhai Kavali. But fundamentally, if I can't reproduce my skill set somewhere else, and I don't want to scale to that level where you've got 20 restaurants or 20 clinics and you're suddenly devaluing the service, you're devaluing the education and the autonomy that you built your brand on. And for me, that doesn't work. I'd rather, I'd rather put that energy in producing technology, innovating. You know, we're on our second device innovating at the moment. We're just releasing the patented formulation of the makeup-free skin or the perfect canvas. I'd rather be doing that because at least I can give it to you. Whereas this is, for me, it's like a beautiful Taj Mahal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and, I, and I think for a servicing, it's a really powerful thing because I think like that's where the beautiful part of the product is. Yeah. You know, that is a bit of an easier way to scale and reach a bit more of the masses because it's uh, it's easier to reach people and different retailers channels. But when it comes to protecting the true essence of what you're building, uh, especially a namesake place, right, built in your principles, this is not like uh, someone else's dream. It's it's really your vision. Um there is only one you, there's only one Taj Mahal, right? Like I think there is a, there's a beauty of not over, like putting a pause and just not growing quicker than we need to, Yeah. then the opportunity sometimes present ourselves. Yeah. I've learned, and I don't know what, in you, what how it is for you, but I've learned when I really, really, really want something, it doesn't happen. And when I yeah. let go of it and accept that it's not happening, it comes so quickly. Yeah. So it, it, it's and it's not for us to understand. It just is. You know what I mean? It's it's. I completely. I can relate, but I can't even talk about it further because I just don't understand why. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh. It's 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 beyond us. It's beyond our understanding. But it's so true. Well, you know, before I start wrapping it up with some fire round questions, um, I think we we touched about it briefly, but uh, you mentioned there's potentially another like a product on the horizon. But what 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 are you looking forward? Let's let's let's. I'm gonna make it a bit of a digestible question, not, yeah. not so far ahead, but like towards the end of the year, like what are some things you're excited about? Sleeping. Yes. Sleeping. Yeah, sleeping. <laughs> Christmas holiday. Yeah, sleeping. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think personal work-life balance, there isn't a, such a thing as work-life balance. And I don't like you, we don't see this as work. We see this as play, right? No, ex- exactly. And so I think joy, yeah. enjoying the journey and making sure we're hitting those baby steps so for me, mm. launching our e-commerce store, getting a, you know, we, we've said no to distributors. Now we're slowly saying, let's have a conversation again now. Let's touch base because we're too busy with the experiential center. Um, and then getting the, yeah. the, the two things, the makeup free skin and the perfect bone. So the perfect canvas and the perfect bone structure, because I'm really proud of yeah. our innovation and our formulation. I'm so excited about it that, you know, I think they're going to get me media trained because I'm a bit too blunt, right? Because <laughs> I'm really going to go down the formulation pathway of does this even work? Does it work on a medical layer? Does this ingredient even pen- like hyaluronic acid? You know, why do they do hyaluronic acid? Because it doesn't even penetrate to the medical layers. It sits on the epidermis, the beauty layer of the skin. And that's why they change it. And they call it low molecular weight. It still sits there. It doesn't get to the yeah. medical layer of the skin. And the more stuff you put on your skin, the hungrier your skin actually becomes. So exactly. you, you've got to be careful by overhydrating, oversaturating and that kind of stuff. So it's re-educating and coming, coming to the consumer and saying, I don't mind you not buying me in the same way I've come with wellness, you know, and your mood, your energy, your libido, your gut health, your fertility, all that kind of stuff. 
or you know how to thicken your hair, give you makeup for your skin, or contour your body and hack your metabolism, that kind of thing. Coming to you guys and saying, this is what's happening with the ingredient that you're putting on top of your skin on a cellular level. So educating. I think I'm just going to always be educating. And there's always, I think you hit the nail on the head. There's educating the new and re-educating as well, because uh, that's a big thing is we also are creatures of habits and we might be told once, but you've got to be told again and again. And at the same time, um, you also have to educate people on sometimes things that they think they know, but they don't actually fully know because there's a lot of noise out there. And I'm sure that's something that you've seen a lot in the industry. Uh, But hey, it's part of the, it's part of the game yeah. that we're in, right? You gotta, you gotta, you can't, you can't change that. We just gotta move forward. Um, so yeah, it is what it is. But I'm excited to see everything that's gonna come uh, in the future, and just yeah, obviously I'm sending all my good energy and and wishes to everything you you do, and because your your heart and your intention. I want to get really good at TikTok dances. Oh my god! Because I mean, by the end of the year, <laughs> that is something that honestly. The, the best advice I would say is like, yeah, these uh, just find like a really talented Gen Z social media yeah. manager and just let them do what they need to do. Yeah. Like I, the other day I was, um, I was doing some filming and someone uh, was just telling me what to do. And I was like, Ooh, I don't like my hair. And she's like, no, it's fine. Next. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And you just have to be the puppet, do what they tell you and it will work. Oh my God. That's my my team will literally run in after this podcast and they will literally say, did you hear Akash? Can you let us do what we want to do? Yeah. Listen to Akash. Listen Listen to Akash. Exactly. That's funny. But, but, but honestly, honestly, it works. Yeah. So we just got to shut our mouths and just be a puppet. Like yesterday they made me wear a tiger costume around the streets of Mayfair and Barclay Street. Yeah. And I w- they were just like, go hand some oils. I was like, what? What do you mean just go hand some oils? I have some meetings now. They're like, no, just do it. We're going to film you. And I'm like, okay, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and honestly, it was the most degrading thing. No one wanted it. Everyone called me you. Yeah. And I said, free hair oil. They were like, you, no. So I had to end up getting one of my team to fake be the person. Yeah, but, anyway, but, you, do what you, but you do what you have to do, right? <laughs> you got to do what you, you got to do. do, what you, have to do. you got to do what you got to do. Um, but yeah, so... Now, uh, fire round questions. This is first thing that comes to your mind. So the first question is, what's a beauty brand that you're currently loving right now in any, any vertical? I actually like the wellness devices, the tracking devices, such as the Aura, the Whoop. There's one with blood pressure as well. I think it's called Swift. I got my there Aura go. right so here. We bought Aura yeah. to the UK. We're the first brand to bring them. MS Wellness, Dr. E bought them. Oh, my baby brother bought them. Yeah. And, I t- and yeah. he was on their board. But yeah. you know, you know, I know Dr. E. That's how oh, I came really? to. Yeah, that's he invited me to LMS and I had the whole experience. You did the Superman protocol, e. did you? Yeah, yeah. I did the Superman yeah. with human. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I remember he was talking about you. So it's kind of crazy how we come Yeah, to we're, very, we're very proud of each other, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're very protective and proud of each other. But um, what do you call it? So I'm in, I'm in, I love the fact that you as a consumer and as a patient are so engaged in your own personal health variables, like your blood pressure. I mean, I do so I look at my sleep program. I only had one hour deep restorative REM sleep on my tracking. So I'm, I'm loving that because it's making my consultation more challenging for me. I have to be on my game. I have to educate myself and I have to be on top of things. So I'm loving that. Amazing. My next question is what or where is your happy place? Oh, with children. With my nephews and nieces, with like, with just being a child myself. So like running around, having a good time. Or like literally, I could just be with kids everywhere all day long. That's my happy place. Oh, I love. Um, my next question is, what is your hidden talent? I'm a really good dancer, but I don't want to hide it anymore. I want the world to know. 
Hey, there you go. I mean, the best place are always what weddings and parties. That's the best place. But no, I'm happy to dance anywhere. Anyway, I'm happy to dance anywhere. I'm going to say anywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, next time I come to the center and you have your uh, R&B music playing, yeah. I expect some moves. But hey, no, I've got the perfect. You've got now TikTok. You want the want to dance more in TikTok, and your hidden talent is dancing. Oh my god! Yeah, you need to. Go I'm like TikTok. more freestyle. I'm not too contained. I can't be yeah. contained. But you know, you no, no. But you have those transferable skills. You can make it work. You can make. You got the rhythm. That's all that matters. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and we need we need actually more dancers on TikTok. Not like these self. We need to like actually have those moves from organic places. So I, I want to see you on TikTok. I'm gonna do it. Doing it. <laughs> and then my next last question is: If you weren't in this space and doing everything you're doing what in another multiverse would you be doing i think i would either be a humanitarian lawyer or i would be in the refugee camps or the children camps um because yeah. we do something called children of war foundation because you like children yeah i think i would yeah we do some we do children of war foundation we fly out to war-torn countries and we fund these missions ourselves it's found in la by Ahmad, a friend of mine and it would take tertiary, you know, it's tertiary care, so it's not immunization or anything like that. It's complicated surgeries, like um, and you know, rare benign diseases and stuff like that, where they can't get top surgeons around the world to come and operate. So we fund, we self fund these missions. You know, we take our own equipment. We literally go ourselves. We take our time. So I think it, it gives you grounding. It gives you perspective. It gives you relativity. Hundred percent. And then I think yeah. that's what I would be doing. Uh, yeah. and, I, and, I, and I say that one of the biggest things these um, impact work does for us is it we we get more joy. Like we are the beneficiary, right? So a lot of people think that um, you know joy comes from materialistic stuff, and it does, but it's so short lived. And uh, if people start searching for more the deeper rooted joy forms, it's really being um, with these things so I fully agree yeah. but um, well, I just want to say it's been such a pleasure speaking to you hearing your journey and story I'm even more of a fan if that was even possible because I've loved everything you've done so far but just honestly um, such an inspiration what you're building for those that want to continue following you and seeing your journey where, what are all the handles that people can follow um, so Instagram at bye.tavali website www.bye.tavali.com come and see us in the experiential yeah. centre give me a hug Nothing that. Yeah. <laughs> just give me a hug and look out for the yeah. listen for the music. Listen for the music. Then, you know, then you know and uh, the smelling of the oud. Yeah, exactly. The smelling of the oud. Yeah, mood. and you got it. And then that's it. I think. Yeah. I think what we're gonna, what Amazing. you're gonna, what you and I are gonna notice in the next couple of years is that mm. we don't see what I love, and it's really unusual, is when I see medical students or I see the younger generation that they just stop you and outside, I, you know, they, they either write to LMS or the outside BDB. And then like, we just want to see if Dr. Riley didn't say hello. We don't realize that yeah. we're actually paving the way for others or showing a little bit because we're too busy in the day to day crying. Honestly, when you do realize it's like, it's quite overwhelming. Yes. The, the way I find I see a lot is, I mean, very rarely now it's starting where on the street, sometimes I'll be stopped like maybe at least a couple of times a week and it'll be like, people in Maine. I'm yeah. like, I have a name, but yes, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I'm people yeah. um, But at the same time, it's when I go do talks, which is why I love speaking at conferences and stuff, because the more and more you go out then, then after people actually have that kind of, you have this barrier reduced where people spend time talking to you, telling you stories. 
it's why I, 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 I think that's one of my places I, I get so much motivation. Like it just gives me this energy lift. Yeah. Because when it's true, when you're in the weeds, all you want to do is sleep. That's all, that's yeah. all you want to do. And leave me alone. It's like, and no one gets yeah, it. Yeah. And, like, and no hate to that. And everyone always says, oh, but you see, that's all you say. You want to sleep. How? It's, I don't want to be an entrepreneur. It seems so tiring. It's like, no, no, no. I'm not complaining about it. I'm like just saying, I love it. I'm sleeping happy, but I just want to sleep. That's what it, it is. It's true. So I think yeah. I think those moments is the ones that we just have to keep moving on. And, be, and, and I also exactly. think if you're protected by good people, surrounded by good people, Good energy, good, good energy. Yeah, good you know, keep your barriers or keep your boundaries when you feel drained. But good energy that are protective of yeah. you, and your circle might be small. It doesn't necessarily need to be large. Um, I think those just those are things that actually allow me to keep going. I love that. Oh well, on that note, just uh, thank you for everything, and well, well, we'll catch up very soon. This is just the beginning of our friendship. Yeah. But for those listening, I'll put all the links in the summary so you can just tap straight away. And if you're around Selfridges, you know where to go first. So don't miss it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Founded Beauty as much as I had making it. And if you did, please share it with a friend who you think will love it too. Founded Beauty is available on all podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music Podcasts, the Acast app, and many more. And I'm also very proud to be part of the Acast Creator Network. So be sure to follow the podcast so you can get episodes as soon as they drop. We really appreciate every single follow, listen, share, and review. It truly goes such a long way and helps us reach new listeners. Stay tuned for the next episode of Founded Beauty and don't forget to subscribe and follow so you can be notified when it drops.